Hello, everybody. It's Dr. Hank, and welcome to Agent Wealth Success. And you know what we do here? We help you to increase your business and your wealth, and really to be happier. And today, you know, I just have such amazing people that I've been blessed and attracted to. And, and today I have Wayne Sutton. And Wayne, welcome to the show. I am truly excited to be here, Dr. Hank. Really yeah. Well, you're just amazing and the founder and training of Neural Persuasion, and I just love it. And we're going to talk about uh, how to influence others by influencing yourself first and all kinds of wonderful uh, things that will just help us to uh, sharpen our saw, if you will, to, uh, you know, it's just a matter of just tweaking us a little. And, and uh, it's kind of like the baseball player in college who hits 200 and a baseball player who hits 300 that the baseball player when they graduate or whatever that the 200 hitter goes gets a whatever $50,000 job and the 300 hitter gets uh, uh, millions of dollars like That's baseball. Right. <laughs> That's right. And what's the difference? And it's just one more hit every 10 times at bat that can make you millions too and make you happier, more successful. And so, um, uh, you know, I, I love the topic and we talk about a lot of the same things, but I love this about um, our beliefs. And we all know, Wayne, that it's done unto us as we believe. And you have a way to uncover and erase limiting beliefs. And can you share a little of that with us? Yeah, I think the, the number one thing we have to recognize is that we all have these belief, these patterns hmm. in our mind. Um, you know, we go back and we study the psychology and we recognize it's the first few years of life. And then everything from that point really just kind of um, tells us how life is. We see it. We, we're not, we don't believe until we see, but when we see it, really, this is how life is. So we have to recognize where is that unlimited, where is that limited belief? Yeah. That I can only earn so much money because this is what I saw in my environment. I saw my father, my grandfather do. Is it that, hey, I'm turning 50, so now I'm going to naturally get sick? Or is it, <laughs> what kind of belief do we, what kind of mind virus is running? Yeah. Says, okay, this is next. <laughs> um, I think asking yourself, why do I believe what I believe? Mm. Why do I live the way I live? Mm -hmm. And not asking it from a place of negativity, but mm. a place of expectation. Mm -hmm. So we can find those, those, those gaps, I guess you would say. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. And it's all about this asking and, it's all critical, you know, area to uh, to ask. And, um, you know, you also are known for having five magical words to influence anyone and uh, including yourself. And I love that yourself. <laughs> because the number one person we need to influence, uh, to influence like you, you have influenced others by influencing yourself. So what are those five magical words? Well, the, the, those five magical words have built my whole career, and I, I mean that. Wow. It's just that simple. When you, and I think sometimes when people hear something that bold, it's like, yeah, sure. But I can really say it not only built that, it also connected with my wife, my children. If we, My degree was actually in temperament therapy, recognizing inborn temperament, how people 
uh, their needs, the unmet needs. Mm. That's where drama comes from. So I recognized early that we just need to know what really matters to that person in front of us. And if we're trying to influence them, if we're trying to coach them, if we're trying to be the therapist, you know, uh, and so I'll give a quick story as I release the words to the audience. Sure. A number of years ago, I had a, a good friend and just an amazing person, but she was um, a number of years ago. I was in my twenties and I was really studying <laughs> persuasion and, and she was in her like mid forties. And, you know, so at the time I thought she was old now I laugh at that. <laughs> but she said, Wayne, I'm middle age. I've got these two, these two people in my life. I don't know what to do. One's John. And she told me her whole story about John and I knew John and one was John's friend. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I don't know what to do. They're both. And it was truly like our whole time over lunch. I'm hearing about this time. Really just kind of tired of hearing it. <laughs> and I said, okay, well let's, let's solve this now. So you're not having to solve it 15 years later in a divorce. Let's just solve it. <laughs> um, both of those aside, let's forget about them for just a second. What's important to you mm. about? And that's the five magic words. Mm -hmm. What's important to you in a relationship or about a relationship? Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, when you ask a question like that, you're going to get very surface level answers in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I got, you know, they care for me. They're nice to me. They're good looking. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever answer she gave me. Yeah. And so I'm listening. I said, okay. And one of the things you just said was, and I took one of her keywords. Mm. I said, what's most important about that? Mm. Curious. And I just asked it from a place of curiosity. So she went to another long trail, which many people think is just a rabbit trail. It's not. You have to listen for the keywords. Yeah. And when I heard it, I heard her voice shift. I said, oh, okay. And that, now this normally takes 30 minutes. Dr. Hank, I did this in five minutes because I was ready yeah. to get back. And, uh, and so, <laughs> okay. But ultimately, what's important about, and I just used another one of those keywords that I heard her tonality shift. This was so amazing because I remember, I can still see it. She looked up like this and to the left. So she was processing a part of the brain that was different for her than normal. Mm -hmm. I saw her take a deep breath in. I saw her. And then she gave me back what was important. And she started tearing up. And I said, you have your answer. She said, it's John. Wow. Said, yeah. So 20 plus years later, they're still married, very successful, very happy. Yeah. I was like, wow, this stuff really works. <laughs> Imagine if you ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? What's important about my relationship with my wife? What's important about my relationship with my children? The key is, though, is you've got to go beyond the surface level. Yeah. It's usually that third time you ask that you get that emotional, ugh. <laughs> and for me, those five magic words, if I'm selling real estate, what's important to you? in buying a home or what's important to you in selling a home and then taking time to go through those levels and hear, because it does something, Dr. Hank, it does more than just get them to give you the keywords or what's important. Many times they've never asked or even asked themselves these questions. Mm -hmm. so you're, you're attaching that emotion 
unconsciously to you and your product and your service. Yeah, beautiful. That's the beautiful. Key. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, the the power of questions and oh. that, that specific question, you know, really to to help people think. Like right now, I'm. Um, uh, it, it's really a time for all of us to uh, kind of fix, if you will, our dream machine that, you know, a lot of our dreams have uh, gone to the wayside. We've been locked down, masked up, you know, whatever. And, um, and people have forgot to, to dream. So one thing in real estate, but applicable to really, you know, every one. And, and so for you listening, you know, for your family, for you, for your family, it doesn't matter what profession you're in, to uh, really start asking yourself about, first of all, about what's important to you and then go pursue it and all the money will, will come. And, um, and to ask about, and especially asking now for real estate, agents asking people that are are afraid to sell their home most people the reason why there's a lot of inventory is people are afraid to buy their home because they don't think there's another home and we actually have answers and solutions but to be able in fact it's called the psychology of listings and uh, uh, that I offer to real estate agents across the country and with great success because it's again back to this asking these questions and helping people fix their dreams Dream machine yeah. uh, about the American dream or anything else that they want, you know, whether it's a relationship or what business to get into or whatever. And I, I just love that. And, um, and to kind of switch gears a little here, Wayne, because you just are uh, filled with all uh, just amazing information to be able to help people. But, you know, um, most professionals, I think, um, are using outdated sales processes. And, um, and, and what do you, and it actually hurts their business. And so what do you recommend as far as what is a better sales process, if you will? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I say that with respect. You know, that's a great thing that I, I. The foundations of sales will always be the foundation of sales, and that's your communication, yeah. your questions, your positioning yourself. But I think some of the problems we run into today is we're we're using some of the hard closing techniques. People watch movies like uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, Boiler Room. And they get this mentality that it's close, close, close. You know, how do you close this deal? And and so when somebody gives an objection, we, hey, I've got a book of objections here I can overcome. You know, when I sold insurance, one of the things were, um, well, I don't want to, let me think about it, Wayne. And, you know, their, their script book was, well, don't you care about your wife? Don't you care about your children sitting here? You know, and what good did that do? That just brought shame and guilt and didn't ever bring a sale. So um, you've got to use, when I go back to asking those emotional questions, for example, instead of just trying to find a gap, you know, there's a whole thing about gap selling and that's fine. But instead of trying to find the gap, let's really find out what matters to that person, where their unmet need is, and then unconsciously anchor through language, through visual cues, the positive to us and the negative to somebody else. Mm. And so I think that is, if you can get somebody in a positive state of mind, 
just reality on this. A, a quick story. My wife thinks this is funny. When she went to the shop and she's like, hey, do you want to stop by Starbucks? And, and do you want to stop? She wants to get me caffeinated. She knows that's my, if I'm caffeinated, I'm happy. Yeah, let's just buy it. She knows this and she's learned that's my buying pattern or my spending pattern. She's got the buying pattern. I got the spending pattern. <laughs> but, so, but in reality, it's, it is almost that simple. If you can get somebody in a state of mind where they fought in the past. So in real estate, have you sold, have you listed a home before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Can you share with me more about that? Listen for the good, listen for the bad. Mm-hmm. And then you want to find out why they chose to list with that person or why they chose to list that way. And, and then it makes it easy because they've already put themselves back into that state. Have you ever bought a car before? Yeah. Did you enjoy that? You know, yeah. what, was it, what was enjoyable about it? Yeah. Get back into that state. So I think some of the outdated sales techniques are just a hardcore closing. Yeah. Naming people. And I think what modern, what we're learning from the study of the brain, mm-hmm. we're learning that people move emotionally. We knew that anyway, but now we're seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. And when you can, when you connect your product or service to them emotionally, that's the key. Yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. I, I love that, and and uh, and I appreciate you, you know, um, giving the real estate example. Again, this can be used, you know, for anything and and for everyone. But we mainly have as our audience, you know, real estate agents and brokers, loan officers, whatever. Um, you know, there's uh, five chemicals that are released in the brain um, and in your uh, client's mind, if you will, and so and that could. Um, could help us if they're released and it's uh, I'm assuming all about this emotional bond here. And so can you share with us these five chemicals that the brain will yeah, yeah. So I'll share with you in a way that we, we hear this and what I really love is when we hear something that's uh, a little bit of maybe some truth that somebody else has neglected and people hear dopamine and they're like, Oh yeah, a dopamine rush. And so somebody took a study and they recognize when your phone dings on Facebook and you got a good alert, that's a little dopamine. Mm-hmm. Video games are built around you're at the next level. You get a reward, and that reward is another little dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. Which what's really interesting is the brain looks for. The brain is an addict. The brain wants dopamine. So mm-hmm. what does the brain look for? It looks for the reward. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, this is why we find marriages fall apart and adultery because... It was easier to get that next dopamine hit from the cute girl at the office or the cute guy at the office. <laughs> so they have to be careful with the dopamine. But dopamine is one. But many people get hung up on dopamine and they forget the other chemicals. So it's very interesting if you can really get in connection. What I love about asking questions is that are emotional based. They get into their criteria is they don't just think about what's important. So let's go back to my friend, Marianne, when she started tearing up, mm. she didn't just tear up. She had oxytocin running through her body mm-hmm. and oxy, what does oxytocin do? Oxytocin builds trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we see this, this is it's chemical improvement. So if you can ask questions, mm-hmm. get the body to release oxytocin and you're in that place. Oxytocin is then all of a sudden, they're bonding with you on an unconscious level. Mm-hmm. There's dopamine, there's oxytocin, there's serotonin, there's endorphins, there's cortisol. Let's talk about cortisol. Cortisol is one. We know people say, well, if you stay stressed, 
then the cortisol levels increase and that can be damaging increasing physically body fat inflammation we get that mm-hmm. but why do we have cortisol at all if there's not a benefit to it right well how do we manipulate it where it is good yeah. and so one of the things that when we're asking people what's important uh, we've got a list this is what's important to them this is their criteria we find out where their pain or challenge is because it's usually that unmet need mm-hmm. what is it within them most people that want to be successful dr Hank, they want to have the the nice cars the nice homes it's not even for the car home it's usually an unmet need of recognition or validation right 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 so without being a therapist let's let's recognize that unmet need and i if i can see them in pain if i can see them in a place of turmoil can i ask one or two or maybe three more important very very important questions to hold them there to let that cortisol have time to literally circulate throughout. Now that sounds manipulative to some people. What it's doing is really letting them know if they don't make a change, their life isn't going to get better. Mm-hmm. Really, and you can say that, and they'll reject what you say. But when they feel that, they can't reject their own feeling. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then we want to offer hope. We want to offer serotonin. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, I've taken lots of notes and I hope all of you are taking lots of notes. This is, you know, just uh, tremendous. And yeah, I love um, the endorphins and, uh, uh, you know, that's uh, like, you know, one of the most powerful drugs and and we make it, you know, within our body. And so I suggest to people, you know, one of the biggest cures on anything is go watch a funny movie, you know, go take a walk in nature that just, you know, start enjoying your yourself and you'll find your way back onto your uh, lighted path and the power of uh, emotions in fact i wrote a book um, a small pamphlet actually on the power of uh feeling and um and i wrote that with um Oh, a, a pretty uh, uh, famous guy that uh, in a book that we co-authored, and um, and it was just one of the startling realizations that um, it's really all about this feeling that we actually go to our feelings, and and a lot of people, you know, are like, I'm a little confused because why are my you know, thoughts like creating and everything, but what's with these emotions and these feelings? And they're actually our guidance system. And so one very simplistic way that I like looking at it, if we use um, the God and look at, if you're feeling bad, that means you're thinking about this, unlike God is your higher power, the universe. Yes, yes. And uh, when you're feeling good, it means you're aligned. And this is, you know, the power where you're aligned with your higher power, with with God, with all that is, and uh, and that literally will take you on um, uh, on your your uh, jolly ride to the lighted path on what you want. And it's not about you figuring it out. And typically, we've been brought up to figure out the how, and the Father does the work, if you will. We don't have to figure out the how; we just need to figure out what we want, and again, and, and why we want it, and the these questions, these emotional questions are just excellent to be able to um, 
influence both uh, yourself and others and really to be able to connect with people. And it's about connecting in this meaningful way. So I love it. Um, I, I, do you want to talk? And um, I know that um, I was on your show and, and so, and, you know, we talked a little about the subconscious mind, but do you want to um, uh, talk anything about that or specifically about neuropersuasion and how you help people? Well, yeah, so neuropersuasion is based on the unconscious mind and, and what you, it, it's, it's really um, how we influence ourselves first, getting your mindset of, uh, and, and there's so much more than just a positive mindset. Yeah. Um, I remember somebody once gave me a book and, and it was an old copy of the power of positive thinking. Mm. And I said, and you know, this was showing you, I needed the book. I looked at it and said, why'd you give me this book? You think I have a bad mindset? <laughs> you know, I was already negative. But yeah. it's so much more. Than, <laughs> I see people in a, it was my ex-wife and that's a true story, but, it, and she probably did. But, um, <laughs> but I see people in a way of, you know, how we see things, am I helping this person, serving them, whether it's real estate, insurance, coaching, whatever. And I've got to get myself in that state. You know, Tony Robbins talks a lot about state management, mm -hmm. but you really do have to get into a state. And I believe you got to have a baseline. I mean, it doesn't mean every day is going to be perfect, but you've got to have a heart of serving, serving other people and doing the right things. Mm -hmm. Then you can persuade other people. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm asking somebody to change their identity, you, that's really what you think about this. You're trying to sell somebody a home and I'm going to talk real estate for a minute. And they're like, we're not ready yet. We're going to wait until the market shifts. We're going to do this or whatever. Um, and there's no real reason for them to wait. It's just fear. Mm -hmm. Then you've really got to get them to change their identity. You can give them a thousand reasons logically, mm -hmm. but can you change their identity to one who takes action? Yeah. You consider your, and if this simple thing thought, do you consider yourself open-minded? A yeah. simple question that when they say yes, they kind of hung by the tongue. Okay, I'm open-minded. I have to at least hear what they say. Right. So in neuropersuasion, what we do is we teach a five-step sales process. It's mm -hmm. hard, and I'll give the five steps because right. it's, it's the subtopics that really give you the, the power behind it. Sure. The first is targeting. You've got to target the right person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you've got to make sure you're talking to the right person with the right need, the right desire, the right ability to purchase. Yeah. Um, then we get into rapport. And I think rapport has been so misunderstood. It's not going, hey, Dr. Hank, I really love those pictures behind your head. And, you know, <laughs> and, you know, trying to build fake rapport. Yeah. Um, but rapport using allied language. So there's two or three simple sentences that we teach mm -hmm. to help get that other person talking. The more someone talks, the more they're comfortable with you. So, so the second is rapport. Third is criteria, and that really is the five magic questions and some other questions and statements. Now, you said earlier questions are great, and they are. At the same time, you can make statements that get them. There's a few statements you can give, and inside their mind, they'll turn it into a question. Yeah. You just said something. They they made a question. They answered a question. Mm -hmm. So statements is part of criteria. You have an example of that? Yeah, yeah. So one of the one of the great examples, I think the funniest examples of this is a friend of mine uses it a lot in the network marketing industry because he's trying to recruit these professionals. And they'll say, Hey, how long have you worked here? And he'll get into some of the rapport questions. How long have you worked here? Um, I have heard that this is a great place to work. And this is a very small one. I have heard this is a great place to work. And if they're 
sometimes they'll say, yeah, it really is. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah, Or, no, not really. Yeah, 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 they work to death. They don't have any benefits. Really? <laughs> wow. What's important to you in? And then he goes into criteria. So that's one thing. A very simple yeah. statement that yeah. just says, I've heard this. Well, I bet this. And yeah. they're going to come back. So that's the third. I was getting the criteria, finding out what really matters to somebody. Yeah. And the fourth is linking. You want to anchor or link that emotion to you. There's a couple ways you can do that. You can do it with uh, you can do it with physical gestures. You can do it with language. You can do it with imagination and stories. Now, when they have something negative come up, you want to link that or anchor that to their indecision, mm-hmm. to the competition even. Yeah. And then the final one is close. So it's T-R-C-L-C, target, rapport, criteria, linking, and closing. Closing mm-hmm. is a negative word. I get that, but it literally means we've, done business together yes all right they've signed the listing agreement they've they've whatever and so yeah we're able to serve them and and fully get back into their life so that's what we teach in neuro persuasion and we have fun doing it because i think with ethics and morality because here's why there's a lot of people teaching let me rephrase that there's a lot of people using bits and pieces of this and yeah. we see the propaganda in news. It doesn't matter yeah. what side politically you're on. We right. see propaganda. And all propaganda is, is somebody has learned these techniques and are using it for their own good instead of to, to mislead and guide. Yeah. So you need to be aware of this. Mm-hmm. That's one of the keys of neuropersuasion is not that I can't be manipulated, but it's a lot harder now because I see what other people are doing. Yeah, they don't even know it, but I'm like, I see that. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Love it. And um, can you um, uh, can you give a testimonial on somebody recently that, you know, you've been uh, helping and they use this five step process that uh, helped them? Absolutely. Absolutely. So working with a working with someone that does remote sales. So they're picking up the phone, they're talking to people and they've got a script. It's a good script. It really is. It's it's got some great questions. It pulls up discovery. And you help them with the script? No, no. They they came to me with the script. They're like, doing okay. Yeah. But and I'm like, okay, well, what we're doing is treating everybody here the same. Even though it's a good script, it's not a great script because everybody's not the same. Yeah. So what we did was we changed the hey Dr. Hank, thanks for getting on the call today. Here's what we're going to cover into some more rapport building questions. Mm -hmm. Now I got some feedback like, Hey, this is another 10 minutes every call. And I'm like, yes, sharpen the ax before you cut the tree. (laughs) And then we got into, instead of tell me more about your business, how can we help you in trying to find a gap? We went more into the five magic questions, Mm -hmm. five magic words, Mm -hmm. and we got the criteria. Mm -hmm. Then we helped them throughout the script link the positive to their company, the negative to indecision, or I want to think about it. Mm-hmm. And at the end, we not only more than doubled their sales, they were able wow. to leave that organization, jump into another organization and done very, very well with that. Wow. Um, and her words were Wayne, the way you script things are magical. And I said, it's not magic. Yeah. It's, it's neuroscience. Yeah. Without sounding like a neuroscientist, you got to sound, you got to have a conversation. But it's the way way that God created our mind to make decisions. Mm -hmm. And and 
you've, you have to lower resistance. You have to make people feel comfortable. Yeah. Right. Or they simply will not. Everybody watching this, you've met somebody and just naturally like that person. Like, yeah. you, you don't know why. Maybe you even couldn't get the finger on, but you like and trust this person. Yeah. And then there's those you don't. And that's right. kind of what we want to do. So how do we get person to naturally like us? Yeah. It yeah. just makes for a better world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you sure. We all like you, Wayne. Well, we appreciate that. We appreciate that. <laughs> well, that's fabulous. And how would we get a hold of you, Wayne, if you're interested in doing that neuroscience, five-step sales process of neuroscience? The easiest, the easiest is just my website. You can find me on Facebook, YouTube, all that fun stuff. But yeah. yourpersuasioncoach.com. Okay. So your persuasion coach.com and and can you give us um some uh special some type of offer and you know maybe a free initial call or something absolutely always (laughs) one of the things you'll see at the top is work with me and it'll have a calendar if you'll put in the calendar in the notes just put dr hank okay i I will know that where we connected here yeah Uh, i always tell people what i love about those sessions is it's not a sales script by any means. Yeah. You literally want to hear where you're at in your life, where you're at in your business, especially if you're in real estate. I love working with realtors because what we're not going to do is give another cookie cutter coaching program. Yeah. Your business. Yeah. We're going to look at every aspect and that call though, it may be 20 minutes. It may be an hour and a half. We're just going to have a good conversation. Yeah. Uh, I think I have a two hour block blocked out because if I can Here's yeah. the key, guys. If you can truly serve somebody, they'll come back and spend money with you. Yeah. If they need you. Right. If you can't truly serve them in that time, they sh- you shouldn't ask for the money anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, that's just fabulous. And just love your whole approach to all of that, Wayne. And, and love, love what uh, you're doing. That uh, we got a couple minutes left. And would you like to share anything else that you think might be helpful to us to be able to, you know, build our lives, relationship, business? No, I, I appreciate that. I, you know, one thing is you've, and this sounds cliche, so I'm careful when I say this. You've got to learn to be true to yourself. And what I mean by that is, if you take all the all the mystical sound and stuff away from it, yeah. is you've got to recognize where you are blessed. You've mm-hmm. got to walk in that place of gratitude every day mm-hmm. because it primes your unconscious to look for gratitude. Yeah. Um, and so... exactly. Yeah. And just like I talk about the five magic words, I have five areas and um, I'll be I'll be very brief on this. But the five areas that I look at is I look at my identity first. Mm-hmm. If I'm coaching somebody, where is my identity? Do I see myself as a husband, a dad, a father, um, a loser, a, a <laughs> alcohol? What, what's my identity? Because identity shifts everything else. Mm-hmm. So if I, I, when working with someone, let's say in a hypnosis or hypnotherapy session, you can tell somebody you can, you're going to stop smoking. You're going to stop smoking. You're going to stop smoking. And they, but it doesn't work because they identify themselves as a smoker trying to stop something. Right. Getting them to shift and see themselves as a non-smoker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, My son's a vegan. It's not a challenge for him not to eat a cheeseburger. He just don't eat it because that's not his identity. So identities first. And I love a cheeseburger. I'm not vegan. But identity's <laughs> first. Then it's your purpose. You're God-given for those who believe. I believe every one of us have a purpose and a destiny. And it's recognizing that. 
And even if you're not a believer, you're not spiritual, what is it within you that you feel like you're supposed to accomplish? Yeah. Third is relationships. This is the key. Relationships are everything in life. Yeah. Uh, but, and then fourth is your, is literally your finances. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that I talk to that are stuck at an income because a unlimited beliefs or, or limited beliefs, I'm sorry, or B, they don't have the skill set or opportunity. So we have to work through that. Uh, and then finally, fifth is the physical health. Um, the little things that we can do. Why do we believe what we believe about our own body and how we take care of that body? So anyway, I work people using the five magic words through the five steps. That's really <laughs> I've given all my secrets here. Dr. <laughs> <laughs> well, great, great. We love it. We appreciate it. And it, it's uh, really uh, great. And yeah, a couple of uh, comments that, um, so I love that. And I think you use the word gratitude and, 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 uh, to be that way. And I like, um, uh, using, I have a, uh, what's called a joy shop in the morning that, uh, that if you do this joy shop, just takes about 15 minutes, but the second step of it is to write what you appreciate. So very close to, you know, uh, what I'm grateful for appreciation. I typically like a little bit higher vibrational word and, um, uh, because it, it includes you, you know, we yes. co-created this, if you will. And, and so it's not that I'm just grateful to, you know, uh, some higher power that uh, I co-created. I did the asking, Father did the work, if you will. That's and awesome. so I love that, that, and, and the reason why I have that uh, second step in there on appreciation is because whatever you appreciate, you uh, automatically are calling for more of it. <laughs> and you will exactly. get more of it. And, and so it's just great. And then those five steps to, I, I, I would call five steps to success on that identity and purpose, relationships and finance and health. And I really like that. I think the one um, area that a lot of people, uh, well, two comments on that on the health is a lot of people um, say, oh, I'm getting older. You mentioned like, oh, I'm 50 and, you know, whatever that, um, you know, and like I say every day, oh, I'm just getting younger every day. <laughs> and, uh, and so whatever you tell yourself uh, and you believe that, you know, you will. And so yes. some people say, you know, and I really don't care what other people say of me, that it's what I think of me. And that's really the only important thing. But I do have other, you know, have people say, wow, you look a little bit younger. (laughs) The key behind that, the key behind it, you mentioned earlier questions. Yeah. Um, If you give the unconscious a question, it will find an answer. Right, right. So my question is, why do I keep getting younger? How do I keep feeling better? And and I say that jokingly, but there's a great book. I love it. Yeah. Called Afform. Mm-hmm. not affirmations and it's basically the questions you form in your consciousness will affect the unconscious <laughs> and it's really great so I, I i use a couple of visual vision boards that are digital i have digital vision oh, boards really cool. big. and one of the things is a question why am i so happy and it's not 
it's not and, and if you long as you read it the right way the yeah. unconscious says why am i well let's find out why you are let's yeah discover that and right. it keeps you focused right. on the activating system on why you're successful yeah 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 and and so i just happen to think here and i i love it and why why is my uh wealth continually growing you know <laughs> yeah, that's a great question that's a great question yeah um, I have a number of them and I have about four or five and I'll sit on my digital vision yeah. board. They pop up yeah. uh, when I do my gratitude uh, session every morning. Mm. Um, I meditate on those theme areas. And yeah. Um, yeah, it really is. It's when you when you understand how would you act those watching this, just imagine your income doubled or tripled overnight. Yeah. How would you act? It's not faking it till you're making it acting as if can you identify with that? Yeah. yeah. Can you identify with a realistic you know, double income is not a lot for a lot of people. If they're making a hundred thousand to make 200,000, it's not, um, you know, but what would you do with that extra hundred thousand dollars? How would you yeah. spend it? How would you invest it? How would you act different? And yeah. when you mind, when you've given, I really believe when you've given your mind a, an objective and a reason, mm -hmm. the mind will achieve it. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. The, you have not because well, you asked not is, is biblical. Sorry. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, that, uh, yeah. And it's, it's a, you know, it's the kingdom within. In fact, another one of my books is your royal path to riches. And, and that literally is how to tap into the kingdom within this subconscious mind. And I love this idea about why, asking yourself, why, why do I keep on looking younger? You know, why am I so happy that, why is my wealth continually growing? That you know, I just think those are some magical statements. And well, I'll give you a Bible verse behind it. I'll give you the Bible okay. verse behind it. Sure. Second, Second Corinthians three eighteen is my favorite verse. Okay. And, and I always tell people read it from a couple different versions because this one you don't you read it and it's like it sounds. If you read King James, you're like, what did he just say? Right. <laughs> it's basically as you behold Christ uh, with an unveiled face, then you are transformed. I'll give the, the quick version. You're transformed from glory to glory. Well, mm -hmm. I've studied on this for now, but this one verse has hung with me for like a decade. Mm -hmm. Here's what I'm getting out of it. It's a process. Mm -hmm. Glory to glory is a process. If it's a process, it's not a crisis. Yeah. Walk into a kitchen and there's flour and eggs and cocoa. and that's a, <laughs> Is this a crisis? No, it's a process of making a cake. Yeah. So that for me, if I'm getting better over time, glory to glory process day to day, then I'm only going to get better as I get older. Mm -hmm. And as a man believes in his heart, so is he. So I yeah. believe the older I get, the healthier I'm going to get. The yeah. older I get, the smarter I'm going to get. And the older I get, the more compassionate I'm going to become. Yeah. And if I believe that, and it's part of my identity, mm -hmm. then the unconscious mind says, oh, we need to release more growth hormone because Wayne's getting wrinkles up here in his forehead. Hey, <laughs> we need to do this because Wayne, this goes against who he is. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it sounds weird, but we've seen this in the neuroscience that this is, these questions actually do 
produce changes in the physical body. So absolutely, you bet. Yeah, I've been through you know all kinds of physical things. I uh, about now six years ago was in a major car accident, was paralyzed my waist down. Said no yeah. um, operation could you know fix me. That uh, I and I'd never walk again. And I just decided I'm not going to believe that. And so I just started visualizing, seeing me walking, and you know now hey, I do little dance. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking walking around so um yeah it's just amazing how powerful we are and Wayne you helped us so much today to Thank understand uh, uh just how I like to call it lovingly powerful that each one of us are and how you have um it can help us in order to uh really tap into that magnificence that each one of us are again it's Wayne Sutton he is with yourpersuasioncoach.com and uh, look him up. I'm Dr. Hank and you know how to get a hold of me and that we're both here to help you become your greatest possibility. So with that, Wayne, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it very okay. much. Thank you. And for all of you out there, know that, hey, everything's getting better and better for you. There's hope out there that there is a thriving, bright future for you. And come to us and we'll show you how to get there easier.